Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. Good morning, everybody. It's Bologna or Salami Wednesday on ESPN. Bologna, let's go. <laughs> ESPN 680, 105.7. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And as always, the first hour of the show is brought to you by KentuckyTourism.com. Louie, we learned one more thing about Kentucky basketball last night. Okay. You can't hold up a disruptive <laughs> sign in, in Rupp Arena. <laughs> can't drink and you can't uh, you nope, can't protest, folks. Nope, That's right. Nope. nope. Uh, Rupp now, Arena it, is not America that I grew up in. It's not the America no, I want to live in. No. Um, <laughs> you don't have first. You don't have First Amendment rights in Rupp Arena. Read the back of your ticket, everybody. King Barnhart is not interested in your protest. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. What I, what I like most about this story, and in case you didn't see it, a fan about midway through the game held up a sign that said, please go to Texas. And, and, and the U.K. spokesman very diplomatically said, uh, we have a policy that you can't hold up signs if it disrupts the vision of the people behind you. <laughs> and so and so they went to the poor guy and said, uh, you can either give us your sign or you have to leave. And very brightly, I think, uh, the fella left. And I think there's probably about half a Rupp Arena wish they had left with him. What a debacle. Unbelievable. All right, so you and I lean on... Um, the good folks at the Herald Leader for a lot of our content. And there's only one thing I object to that was written last night. John Clay referred to this loss as stunning. Stunning. None of that game felt stunning. No. And that's the disappointing part of this. Cal for years has, has talked about this game being the Super Bowl for other people's teams. And that's why they play. No, no, they play well because they're open. (laughs) They shoot well because they're open. They score a lot because they're open. Uh, they defend well because there's no system. I, this is this is not a stunning loss, Dan. So what did you see? I mean, I guess we could do X's and O's from last night. I think it's, unfortunately, no, I, unfortunately no. it's just a replay of all the other games we've lost. Right. No. Doing X's and O's, Louie, is worthless. And it's because this team has no heart. This team is soft 
every way you can be soft. They are soft physically. They are soft mentally. They are soft emotionally. And I don't know how you fix that. I mean, you know, either either a kid comes out and wants and wants to show that that Alabama game was a one-off, or he doesn't. And it was very obvious at the start of the game last night that they don't. So until that part improves or get fixed, there's no sense talking about the X's and O's. I mean, because it, it, it doesn't matter how they play if they if they don't have that something inside of them. And I mean, you know, I don't know how bad Toppin is hurt, uh, but I know he played to the end of the Alabama game, and now three days later he's hurt so much he can't play. I mean, you know, you're going to have, at this point, you're halfway through the season. You're going to have bumps and bruises. You're, you're going to have things that bother you, but you don't play. And I think, and and again, Kaysen, I don't know how bad Kaysen is hurt that he was having back spasms. I know back spasms are very uncomfortable. Uh, and so maybe you can't pick on him. But I think Cal's getting real frustrated with that, too, because he said after the game, when asked if either one of them or both would be ready for the Tennessee game, he said, I don't know. I have no idea. And that was the end of the of the comment. But this this team, this is the softest team that I've seen at UK, and I've seen a lot of, a lot of UK teams. Here's the concerning part. One and three in the conference, we're start – I put it on the sheets. It's what, 86? <clears throat> so we're talking about a team that is generationally bad. Mm-hmm. On top of two years ago, the 9-15 and team. Here's, here's the concerning part. They go to Tennessee on Saturday. We already were kind of putting that in the loss column. And now it's completely in the loss column. Absolutely. Georgia's coming to town. They're 11-4. and four. Texas A&M is 2-0 and in the conference, 10-5 and five on the season. And then they got to go to Vanderbilt, who kept Tennessee under a ten point game the whole game. I in watched Knoxville that last game. night. I watched that game. And yeah, Vanderbilt it, took South Carolina to overtime, and Kentucky was never going to take. No, no Vanderbilt. I mean, none of these teams. The way they played and then Kansas last comes night. to town. Dan, it's, yeah, it, no, forget uh, forget what are we about doing here. Forget about Tennessee and Kansas. I mean, you know, can you beat some of these other teams that that we all had automatically in the win column at the beginning of the season? I mean, certainly last night. I mean, and and we can talk about how bad that loss was, and all of the Vanderbilt is the thirteenth in one of these net ping pong things. Tennessee is the thirteenth worst team as far as rankings are concerned in the SEC. South Carolina is a hundred and forty-five spots behind Vanderbilt. <laughs> They got beat 43 points at home by Tennessee. They scored 42 points in the game. They had 42 points at halftime last night. I mean, we can just go on and on and on. Cal, Cal in his tenure at Kentucky, has lost three games in which he was at least a 17-point favorite. Mm. Evansville, remember that one? Oh, yeah. St. Pete's last year and last night. I mean, we can go on and on and and just say what a terrible, bad, 
humiliating loss this is, but I mean, it's as you said, Louis. We're just we're just replaying the show. The, the frustrating part is, and I, I sound like an echo over and over the last month, month and a half. Man, they played better at the beginning of the season when they the first four games of the year. That team isn't around anymore. They've gotten worse. There's been regression with this team. No question. And that's the concerning part. Like, they, there was a plan against Michigan State that, you know, you know, you don't get the outcome in that game you want, but that's more of a double overtime foul sort of thing than it is anything else. Yeah, yeah. They go to Gonzaga, they just lay down. They were never in that game. They start games worse than – I can't think of a team I've followed that starts games more apathetic than this one. They don't yeah. care when they get out there. There's no dogs on this team. And by the time by the time someone does become a dog, it's already four or five minutes into the game. They're down ten. And you give because of those starts, you give you give the other team all kinds of confidence. I mean, Michi uh, yeah. Johnson made. Yep. I mean, he made some unbelievable shots last night for sure. But but you know why he made them? Because the first two or three he took, Louie were just normal three-pointers, and there wasn't anybody in his area code. And so you get you, you shoot the ball, you get an easy shot, you shoot the ball, you see it go in the basket, okay? Now your confidence even bubbles up more, and that enables you to make those unbelievable three-pointers later, later in the game. Here's a team that got run out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and they are down 13 to 2 to start the game in Rupp they they don't care they they and I'm going to bring up something and I I I'm I'm anxious to get your opinion on it this is something that Mike used to bring up all of the time when we first started talking about NIL and Mike's point was how is that going to affect the locker room? And and I always said, hey, Mike, th- th- no way. No way. You, you, people in the locker room, when you're in a locker room, you know who's better than you are. You know whom you are better than. And so that shouldn't – but I was talking about professional locker rooms. Mm. I don't know, you know, when, when, when Oscar's driving around campus in a Porsche – in a, and and has a couple million dollars in his bank account. Are are other people affected by that? And I don't know the answer. But I I don't know what I don't know where else to go. I I mean these are supposed to be unbelievable basketball players that are recruited to the University of Kentucky, who have absolutely no pride in what they're doing. And I'm wondering if that could be the answer. Was Mike right that there is jealousy and and um, you know and and just discontent in the locker room because some guys are making so much money? I'll tell you why I think that's not correct. When I was in college at a Big Ten school, I saw certain football and basketball players had cars and other guys didn't. NIL didn't change any of this; it just amplified it. Now, if you want to make the argument that it's amplified and therefore it's different and we're going through a change period or whatever, maybe. And if you want to say, well, Louie, these are 18-year-old kids. They didn't have this in high school. It's a new thing. It's a new culture they have to walk into. 
College was always a new culture to have to walk into. Dan, you keep doing this, and I have to call you out on it. You keep doing this where you keep trying to find reasons for this. Why can we not look at the one thing that's been there the whole time? And his name is John Calipari. Yeah, there is one but, constant in the results okay, of the last couple right, of years. That's no, fair. no, you bring up the 17-point favorites and who that's they lose fair. to, he was the coach of all of them. That's fair. That That's a fair point. What I'm going to tell you is if he can't coach, how is he in the Naismith Basketball I, I didn't Hall say – no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. That's not what I said. Obviously, he's been great at many different places. I made the point yesterday that there seems to be a shelf life for modern coaches of six to seven years. We're well past that with Cal now. It's just a different thing. Once you are ingrained, he has lost his support system there. And instead of getting to go somewhere and start over and rebuild a a protection system or a support system, an ecosystem around him, whatever it is, he has to do it with people that don't want him there. Mitch Barnhart doesn't like him. It's obvious. He went to the bowl game instead of the Louisville-Kentucky basketball game. They lost 21-0 and didn't – I mean – Two of the scores were pick sixes, Dan. That team stinks. And he drove to Nashville for that game rather than going to the basketball game. Mitch Barnhart doesn't like him, and he's supposed to build up his support system. So what does he do? He goes and he hires two guys that he knows are yes-men, and he puts them on the bench with him, and they never push back, and that's what they have now. There's no pushback. There's no getting better. That's how you regress. Because if the kids tune you out – you, and you've talked about this in your experience. Rupp was an AH. And you had you know, assistant coaches that would be like, hey, c- come here, come here, get over here. This is, this is what he means is this is what we're going to do going forward. I- I'm going to guess they don't have that system right now. They don't have that built in for the guys. Because there's just hung heads. They're not excited about the game. When Fredericks hit that three, that bench should have exploded. They didn't. They didn't. It was, oh, okay, okay, we'll just, we're, we're, we're coming back. And then your your senior all SEC point guard gets caught in the air in the lane in the one possession where he can't because he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. Dan, that's coaching. That's system, and it's a problem. The only constant of all of the things that you brought up isn't NIL. It isn't the players. It's John Calipari. Well, you are right. You are right about Barnhart because the And by reason- the way, if, if Calipari's that part, it's also Barnhart who gave him the contract when UCLA offered him half as much money. Right, uh, right. Well, he did the same thing with Stoops when he was he afraid did. Stoops was going to go to Iowa or Auburn or something. But, but the, reason he, the reason he goes to the football game instead of the basketball game is that, you know, Stoops gives him credit. Stoops is his friend. Stoops, you know, recognizes that he is the athletic director. You know, Calipari does none of that. I mean, as far as John Calipari is concerned, uh, Barnhart doesn't even exist. And that's why losing uh, uh, Sweezy to, uh, to DePaul has had a really negative effect on that relationship. No question. But, and, and so, but, uh, but I don't know. So what's the answer? So what's the answer? There needs he goes to, be, to Texas? I don't know about Texas. I don't care about Texas. But the change needs to happen. And I don't know what that looks like. I'll be very clear. Um, I don't know if there's a, an ability to reconcile. I don't know if there's, um, you know, I got made fun of for talking about Days of Jubilee. You know, in, on Seinfeld, they called it the airing of grievances on Festivus. 
you know, this kind of stuff. I don't know if you can clear those things out. My sense is no. Barnhart's been there for two decades. Oh, no, no. Right? That, you, you that's cannot, you beyond cannot repair. Totally agree with you. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he's got yeah, this ambassador job lined up with UK. But why the hell would he want to do that? No, he's not doing that. That <laughs> that was that clause was put in that contract so they could call it a lifetime Correct. contract. That's the only reason. You think you think after he's done coaching, Cal's going to sit around an office at at the uh, at the uh, practice facility and and talk to <laughs> <laughs> talk to donors and go out and make speeches? No, that's the last thing Cal's going to do. So I just I, I, at some point we we have to look at what the constants are and what the variables are. The constant is John Calipari, and it is okay to say at the beginning of his tenure he did a very good job. He did a Hall of Fame job. He is not a Hall of Fame coach right now, Dan. He is not. He is not doing a Hall of Fame job right now. And I want to. I'm I'm going to use you as an example. When you were a general manager, you were not a Hall of Fame general manager. You were a Hall of Fame player. Earlier in your career, you were better than you were later in your career. Those are two very different jobs. I totally get it. Cal was great earlier on, but he has not adjusted. Whatever it is in the modern game, you've talked about on NIL, transfer portal. The world is different. Jay Wright got out of it for a reason. Coach K chose no, to retire no now for yeah. a reason. Some of those guys are getting out because it is a different thing than they got into. When I was teaching, by the way, I, I gave out paper handouts. Kids are on iPads now. That was 10 years ago. It's a huge difference. It's a massive change. That's how quickly culture moves. That's how quickly sports move. And it has happened. And we are watching it happen. It is the end of the empire. I said this six, seven weeks ago. This is the end of the empire. And here's the issue. They bring in those kids next year. It's a top ten, It's a top class. Bunch of top 10 kids. And we just had Kyle Tucker on, and he just said, DJ Wagner in other years, probably not a top 10 talent. So you're going to replace... A bunch of guys who don't fit whatever system they're trying to run with a bunch of guys who aren't as talented as the guys he had at the beginning of the run. That's a problem. And that's where we are. And with this contract, it doesn't matter because he's coming back next year. We are analyzing the end of the empire. We are stuck. <laughs> All of the it's, – it's, it's like watching – honestly, it's like watching Rome in the 400s. All of the power is completely held by one very rich group. And it took someone dying for it to, to go away. It's going to take the end of a contract or someone ha- having to kill their career for this to go away. It's, it's, yeah. it's well, that dramatic. It is. It is that dramatic. Well, yeah, I, I guess it is that dramatic, uh, except nobody's killing Cal. Cal isn't going anyplace until Cal decides Completely he's agree. Someplace. Yes, that is the difference so, here. Yes. So um, I, I don't know. You know, how long... How long does he want to does he want to put up with it? I, I mean, he's got. To, I mean, they, they even made the point, uh, frickin' frack last night on the call. How come we get those same guys game after game after game, Ravitch and I mean, it's, oh my goodness, it's hard hard to listen to. Anyway, they even made the point that he was out on the floor. He wasn't standing oh, up on the sideline. No. He's out on yes. the floor imploring these kids to do something, to guard somebody. Um, you know, I, I, I don't put as much blame on Cal as I do on these kids. Now, it's, mm. just, like, it's, it, it's, just, it's just like Kenny. You can say, Kenny, why aren't you recruiting better? Kenny, why didn't you get somebody out of the portal? 
Kenny, why do you have a 2% chance of winning at Clemson? And those tonight? two aren't in the same galaxy. What are we doing it, it, right now? It, it, no, 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 no. Now, wait a second. I listen to you. Fair enough. You listen to me. And so you can blame that. You can blame that on Kenny. You can't tell me at this point that Kenny Payne can't coach. And you're telling me John Calipari can't coach, and I'm telling you, you may, that may be right. You can blame him because he's the one who brought these kids in. But these kids are terrible. These are not Kentucky players. And, and you know, a couple of them might have the talent that Kentucky players have, but none of them have the intestinal fortitude that a Kentucky player is supposed to have. It's terrible. So don't lump, don't lump this all on Cal. If you're going to say it's Cal's fault because he brought him in, okay. But don't tell me that it's Cal's fault that these guys can't guard somebody. What, did, what was your general opinion when, when it was the last of the Denny Crum years around here? I don't know. I was in I was in Denver, okay. so I, I I don't I don't remember a whole lot about it. Okay. Um, but you and know, I want to be I, clear before the text line comes at me again. I think Denny Crum is a better coach than John Calvary. We've had this conversation on this station, um, but I just it, with every great coach there comes an end to when they're great. And Dan, it's not what I'm saying is it's not that he can't coach basketball. That isn't it. It is that the circumstances of coaching college basketball have changed. And if, I'll and, give you. I'll give you that. Right, and and I'll because you, you were the one who brought it up, not me. You you were the one who brought up the change. You know, and frankly, it was Mike Pratt who saw who was ahead of the curve on this about the changes coming in college basketball. It's no question that it is a different landscape, and and I, we we see that from Kentucky's opponents this year. Frankly, I mean, South Carolina is a bunch of transfers, first year coach. Missouri, a bunch of transfers, first year coach. LSU, a bunch of transfers, first year coach. And they're all well coached. They're all well. You know, they're, they're, they are running a system that is obvious, that has been instilled. The scheme is obvious with all of those teams. I don't know what Kentucky's scheme is, Dan. I don't know what it is. Because last night, I mean, I, I when they were moving the ball around the perimeter last night and Reeves is just looking around and, like, he made three passes last night, Dan, where he jumped into the air and threw the ball, like, behind him slightly to the right. On what planet do you make a pass like that? Dude, if I was coaching third grade basketball and a kid made a pass like that, I'd say, hey, stop freaking jumping and use both hands, son. There's not even a fundamental nature to who's on this team. It's Illinois State. It's a transfer from the bench at Iowa. That's what this team is. Oscar, honestly, Dan, early in his tenure, where is Oscar as a player in the depth chart? Second or third best player? On the team? Yes. No. John Wall's a better player than he was. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Early I in thought, his tenure. I, I, I thought you were talking about this. About no, no, no. This. No, early early okay. in Cal's tenure, 10 years ago. Okay. When we're talking 13, 14, 15. Right. And 12, obviously. But I'm talking 10 years ago. Oscar's the third best player on the team. Now, he has an incredible skill for what he does. And we talked about it. But even, even South Carolina was like, yeah, we're... We're gonna we're gonna run the pick and roll. We're just gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull them out away from the basket. Everyone well, told, has the blueprint. You you yeah, you've no, said it. You've I said told, it for sure. I told you they, they they exposed they exposed Oscar in Alabama, and you know again, 
again, and they made this point last night on the broadcast, and that is Cal doesn't spend a lot of time, you know, doing scouting reports and when worrying about what the other team's going to do. He wants to do what he wants to do and let people adjust to him, and that ain't working. That ain't working. They better start coming up with some some game plans and some scouting reports or this thing's only going to get worse. I wish someone would ask. You know, so Ben Roberts got the second question last night in the Cal Presser, God bless him, and he asked about three-pointers. Ben, if you're listening, ask him who did the game plan for that game. Which assistant put together the game plan? I, I need a pattern. I need to know who these people are. We need some kind of accountability for what's going on because there is no game plan as far as I can tell. Yeah, yeah I, you're right about that. I'm sorry. There's no game plan as far as I can tell. And if there is one, it's not good enough. It just isn't good enough. South Carolina had no business with that talent going in and having, what, a 12-13 point lead in the first half? Damn. Yeah. Damn. They were up 10 at halftime. <laughs> Doing here, it's not okay. All right, phone lines, Ben two six seven nine six eight. Here we go. BB and Billy's here. Um, I'm starting my timer, Billy. You got ninety seconds. Go. Appreciate you, Louie. You were dead on, Dan. I love you, but you're totally wrong. <laughs> Calipari is probably more at fault. He his personality is rubs rubs everybody wrong. The hollering and the screaming, and when he tries to coach when he's not a coach, that's what gets him in trouble. He is pulling just. He's grasping at something. That's it's over. It's over. It's been over. Tell me when he's going to get a better team than he had with Wisconsin. He cannot push the right buttons. If he only had one button to push, it would be he couldn't find it. This is over. It's an embarrassment. We've got a two-minute horse race in this friggin' boring town and three bridges to nowhere. We have nothing else but Kentucky basketball. Ain't nobody talking about Kentucky football. This man is done. And they need to cut, take a broom and clean all the offices off out. Mitch Bonfart's got to go for giving us such an asinine contract. Clean house and start over. It is over. There's no connection. And if you, if you always just say if, if you had a kid, you wouldn't want him to play for Cal. I hope these recruits are watching this, this, this show. How in the world could you send your kid to something that's burning down? Love you. Louie, you're dead. No, 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 Billy, 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 Billy. Hold on, your ninety seconds isn't up yet. You know, I've got, I've got a wife who is great at pointing out the problems. Doesn't come up with many solutions. I want you to come up with a solution here. I'm going to give you a solution. It's called hiring a coach. I can give you four or five of them. I'll take the boy. From no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I understand that. How? What do you do with Cal? You give him forty-four million. Get something. Somebody said they had their five gold uh, funding pages going on right now. I'll, I'll write five thousand dollar check tomorrow. Get him out. <laughs> Everybody that they said they had the lowest uh, turnout. I don't know if that's true. On uh, on Matt Jones the other last night. And what do you think they're going to have against Georgia? And Georgia will give them all they want and probably will beat them because that that guy he, he's a better coach than Calipari. It's coaching, Dan. It's coaching. Uh, these players leave. They come here playing basketball when they leave. Ninety-nine percent of these people leaving, they play basketball. They look at look, it's there, Dan. I mean, I hope don't don't. You're, I love you, and I know that you're a conservative, but don't be eating too many marshmallows. Don't get soft on us. <laughs> Louis is right. The problem is Calipari. I don't really have to have a solution. I've, I've, that's the main one. 
you'll accidentally be better if you get rid of that clown. He's an embarrassment. He sat there and just, it's like scrambled eggs listening to him talk. Now, what's he doing with these players? Is he using that same, same formula that we're hearing on the radio shows? And they're, they're like, dude, this is basketball. It's easy. You can either play or you can't. You, you can't play basketball when you're nervous. You even said it, Dan. You wouldn't have your kid play for this guy. Don't bow down, baby. We love you. Thank Louis, you, Billy. you're dead right. Louis, <laughs> Dan, you're one of my favorite ball players. But <laughs> don't you, bow Billy. down to this stuff. No, don't do it because you'll lose your show. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Billy. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. <laughs> Dan, this is going to lose his show. <laughs> I, love I, th- I think oh, there are more and more people, Louie, probably coming over to Billy's way of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awful. Absolutely awful. They, they, um, uh, there were four, there was a uh, story on ESPN Plus this morning that I was reading, Louie, and they had four of their, you know, gurus and they were answering certain questions about the college basketball season so far. And so they, they said, who is the most disappointing team of the season so far? One of them said North Carolina, which you can understand. North Carolina got beat at Virginia last night. By the way. Oh, Baycott went uh, down, too. That was yeah, uh, aside yeah. Aside from the Kentucky-South Carolina game, there was a lot of good basketball on TV last night. Um, anyway. They said, so one of them said North Carolina, one of them said Louisville, mm. and two and two of them said Kentucky. So, so. Oh, we're in hell around here. No, 100%. Yeah, oh, no, no, oh, no, it sucks around here. I get it. It does. I mean, <laughs> the returning, by the way, Kentucky already has the most losses ever by a team with the returning national player of the year. Yeah. I Virginia, Virginia returned yeah. Ralph Sampson in the mid-80s, and they lost five. That was the most. Five. Yeah, the ACC. I, you, I said we we could spend the rest of our show giving statistics that showed what an what an embarrassing, unbelievable loss that was. Appreciating all the text on the text line four three seven nine six eight UPS jobs text line. I've been recru- I've been responding to many of them um, and bringing up some of the points. Uh, scouting is coaching. Coming down on the text line. Agree with that. Uh, is not intended for us. Um, hey, Louis, shut up and let Dan talk. Coming down on the text line. Um, <laughs> Kentucky is 45 and 30 in its last 75 games, about a 60% winning percentage. Billy Gillespie was 40 and 27 in his last two years at UK, 60% winning I got, percentage. I got a text last night during the game from one of my friends, and it said, is it time to bring Billy back? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot cheaper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, this is Isla and Louie. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Um, you, um, I can't do the text line right now. Um, we're taking you up until noon with Bobby V. Of course, uh, first uh, replays at 3 o'clock uh, with Sweezy and Streetle. Hang out with them. Uh, I wonder how much energy Streetle's going to have because he actually sounded on the border of being apathetic last night. I don't no, know. I I said it. I said it the the after the Alabama game. Yeah. Uh, there's the fight has left Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy has resigned that Cal's not the answer. That this team stinks, and he can't even get fired up anymore. It's just uh, <laughs> now the 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 callers get fired up. <laughs> <laughs> they they have they've got to have their finger on the dump button 
<laughs> when they go to the call line. <laughs> but but no, I thought I, I thought Jimmy because uh, that that's the first thing I do now after after a loss, uh, not after a win. But the first <laughs> thing I do is j- jump on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. <laughs> post-game show. Appreciate the but, good folks at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah no, but it was, uh, <laughs> no, Jimmy's, uh, Jimmy's been neutered as far as that show's concerned. He was so mellow last night while I was here. Yeah, no. Like, I I was busy, like, elsewhere in Cartown, um, but, like, afterwards I came and I cut um, cow sound and all that, um, and it was at the very end, and he's leaving, and he was just so mellow. I scared him. It was great. <laughs> well, when you walk around with a machete, you tend to scare people. So I was being a good employee and sitting at my desk and cutting things. Oh, man. Hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than the bluegrass state. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or adventure deep underground. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Make your plans today for your getaway this summer at one of the beautiful facilities around the state of Kentucky. You can go online at KentuckyTourism.com. This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. And welcome back. This is Issel and Louis on ESPN 680 105.7. Brought to you by our friends at KentuckyTourism.com. This is Marshmallow Eating Dan, <laughs> along with Louis Rabot. And we only need $43,995,000 to buy out cows. Let's go. Because BBN Billy's put in the first 5,000. Uh, before we get back to this debacle, Louie, I, uh, I, I want to give somebody a shout-out. This is the anniversary of one of the greatest days of, of my life. Hmm. 51 years ago, right there in Louisville on uh, Methodist, it was Methodist Hospital at the time on Broadway, uh, a little pink bundle of joy uh, entered the world so uh, happy birthday to sheridan today. are you kidding me nope it is mary Catherine's birthday today really how about that how about that she is six years old today how about that <laughs> yeah, well, Sher- sheridan's a little farther along than, than that but uh, wow. I, I i i remember it even though it was 51 years yeah. ago i remember it distinctly uh sherry's mom and i in those back then you couldn't go in the delivery room or anything like that you sat in the in the waiting room and waited for the doctor to come out hmm. and i was sitting there with sherry's mom and uh the doctor came out uh, holding Sheridan, and I'd already I'd already done a, a little reconnaissance. I knew they brought the girls out in pink blankets and the boys out in blue ba- blankets. But so I already knew it was a girl, and I looked at her, and she looked exactly like my father. Oh, and I said, and I said, is she all right? And the doctor said, she's she's great. I thought I had a little girl that was going to look like my dad, but. Uh, no, that didn't but happen. It, it got better. It yeah. got better after that. <laughs> Do you know the evolutionary biology theory behind that? No. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, that babies look like dad when they're born so that, like, you know, before we had hospitals and the ability to tag babies with, you know, with wristbands and different things that in the, like in a like in a cave situation or something, you would look at the baby and see yourself and go, oh, yeah, that's my baby. Moho. And then the and then the guy would stay around. No, I'm serious. Yeah, that's oh, the actual theory. Interesting. So it's, I'm not surprised that that Sheridan looked like someone in your family. All of my kids have come out, unfortunately, looking like me, and then um, luckily started to look more like their mother, which is uh, the the yes, the end goal. That's a, yes, that's a good thing for both of us. <laughs> uh, texture texting in that they were born at Methodist Hospital. How about that? Uh, another texture. Yeah. Uh, those things that Avery was cutting last night. Did they have flesh and bone? <laughs> no, I was. I played nicely. Another texture. Cass coaching is equivalent to Avery's no lyric music. It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Avery's getting roasted. I like it. Oh, man. Welcome back. It's Lynn Louie here on 680-1057. We're taking you up until noon. Uh, Bobby V obviously reacting to the South Carolina loss uh, with Kentucky basketball last night. Um, I, I Is there another takeaway, Dan? I mean, because at, at some point, and, you know, I guess we should kind of do a look ahead here to what the schedule looks like and what our expectations could even be going forward. I, I got a text from you last night, and I kind of, you know, I don't know if. But you, you sent the NIT chant from Alabama last night. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, it's feeling more and more like that as the season goes on. Oh, hey, Louie, according to Lenardi, they were a 10 seed. DeCourcy had, DeCourcy had going as, in going into last night's game. DeCourcy had him in the play-in game as an 11 seed yesterday before the game. <laughs> Oof. Well, that's gone away. Yeah, that has gone away. Unfortunately, you, you know that the interesting thing to me, if you look at this, and again, it's it's going back to what you said. You know, it's uh, it's different. It's different today. Obviously, nobody in the SEC has gotten the memo. That you know, Kentucky is your Super Bowl. That, you know, they, they they when when you saw those two teams walk on the floor last night, the the one that had the swag, the one that had the confidence, was South Carolina, who just got beat at home by forty three points. Yeah. Uh, I I just uh, you know nobody's afraid to come into Rupp anymore. Nobody's afraid to play Kentucky anymore. And if you you know, I I don't even know. Uh, until, uh, until, uh, until things get better, if they get better, I, I happen to think it, it, they won't. But if they get better, until they get better, there's no sense looking at the schedule. I mean, this is a lost. This is a lost year, because uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who they beat on the road. So Billy brought, I mean, it, it, Billy brought it up. At, at what point, Dan, do you worry that some of these recruits aren't going to come? Mm, or does that Kentucky thing overcome it, the NIL thing it, overcome I, it? Because think, some of the problem here is yeah. it's, good to be, it's good to be in bed with Nike. But guess who else is in bed with Nike? 300 other D1 teams. Yeah, I, here, here's what I'd say about that. I, 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 kids don't care about that anymore. Uh, yeah, they, it, 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 I, I think if I was one of these kids, uh, DJ Wagner or, or or Bradshaw or any of them, you know what I you know what I think they're thinking? Man, this team sucks. I'm going to be a starter. I'm going to be able to play right. Yeah, I'm going right. to be a starter from day one next year. I, I think that's probably the mentality they have more so than oh, this is awful. I don't want to go to that school. 
I, I just don't believe that. Which yeah. loss is worse, national TV, Alabama, you're never in it, you're down 30, or last night losing to South Carolina? I, I think last night because uh, let me tell you something. It got national attention immediately, even though it was on ESPN2 and it was two teams that are going nowhere. Mm-hmm. It got national attention. They they immediately left and went to the end of the Florida LSU game. And that's all the, that's all the commentators were talking about as that game wore down. Was can you believe that Kentucky lost to South Carolina and then when they went to uh, Fonz and Seth Greenberg, uh, you know, the the studio show, uh, Fonz was a little Fonz was a little diplomatic. Uh, he said, well, if there's a silver lining, it's that C.J. Fredericks finally broke out of his shooting slump. And, but Seth Greenberg killed him, absolutely killed him. So I think, you, you know, you can, as a one-off, Alabama's good. Alabama's really good. And so you can say, well, you know, Oscar had an off night, and you can – there's no way – there's no way to explain what happened last night. Here's why I disagree. Last night was on ESPN2. No one watched that game. Saturday was the game at its time slot. And it turned into it turned into, excuse me, an infomercial for Nate Oates. If you're a great shooter, come here to Alabama. If you want to play in front of a fun environment where the students are into it, come to Alabama. Um that's what I worry about. And frankly, after the game, the talk was about how much Alabama had passed Kentucky in talent, in coaching, etc. And it reminded me a bit of, last night reminded me of Kentucky losing to Vanderbilt in football this year. But the Alabama loss, while we were wondering what trajectory UK basketball was on, it confirmed it for us. And sometimes the confirmation is worse than just another loss on the way down. Well, you're right about that's exactly what I thought about. I, I, I as I was watching that game last night, and and so uh, here's the scary let, part. Here's here's the scary part. That was a one point game. South uh, South Carolina went to the four corners way too early. They almost blew it. I mean, how many shot clock violations did they have <laughs> yeah. down the stretch? And then, and then they've got the game wrapped up. All they have to do is inbound the basketball, and the kid coughs it up. I mean, they, they quite frankly, that was a 10-point game, except, except they went, you know, they started trying to, to, to drain the clock uh, way, way too early when they didn't have to because they were beating Kentucky like a drum. But uh, as that was happening, that was exactly what I was thinking. I was saying, well, they, at first I thought about South Carolina, but, you know, South Carolina, they didn't have left us for that <laughs> game, and South Carolina's pretty good. And then I said, oh, no, it's the Vanderbilt football game. I mean, how, how Vandy comes in and beats you at Kroger Field uh, is, uh, I mean, that was almost as bad as, as last night. Would you, if you're Case and Wallace, would you try to come back, or would you just kind of, you know, not ruin your status the rest of the year? Do a shade and sharp. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. I think he's already ruined his status. I, I, I think. I, I mean, I watch these other kids play. I watched that kid last night, Jackson. I mean, that's that's a basketball player there. There's that that's a man. Uh, and um, you know, I, I watch other people around the country. The kid at Ohio State. Um, uh, and I mean, he's not close. He's not close to those players. So I, I don't. I think he's already played himself out of the uh, out of the lottery. So we saw I, this I, yesterday with last year with Ty Ty. Are we are we concerned that this is a repeating pattern now with Kentucky guards? Uh, possibly. Okay. Possibly. Uh, you know, and, and you look, you look at. at players that have left and not gone to the NBA but gone to other schools and how well they're succeeding uh, Bryce Hopkins and and, uh, and those those kinds of kids so I I, I don't know maybe maybe um, I, I know one thing in today's basketball he's not coming back till he's 100 mm. percent now now does he come back after he's 100 percent? That that's a good question, but he's not coming back till he's. I mean, he's he's getting from his family and from his agent, and from everybody. Yeah. They're saying, you know, this season's going nowhere. You know, don't don't you dare try to play if you're not one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Jackson was the best freshman in the game yesterday, anyway, right? I mean, as you pointed absolutely. out, so, you know, absolutely, absolutely, and, and 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 it keeps happening, kid, by the way, because you know it happened with Miller on Saturday. Right. And, and the best right. player on the court over and over as a freshman happens to be on the other team. So, yeah, it's not good. Um, so we're not going. Uh, we're not going game by game. Dan won't do that. Um, well, you, I mean, if you know, you ask Billy for solutions. Um, so I'll turn that on you. What is the solution right now? Is it, you know, frankly, I don't because I, I, I don't know, Dan. I, I'm I'm at a point where the analysis of the team it, to me is they're not good. Um, no, it's worthless. They're getting they, out schemed by other teams. Do you? I mean, let's put you in charge for a minute. You you get the interim tag all of a sudden. Cal decides to uh, take a job in Italy or something. Um, <laughs> that'd be great. It's just eating pasta. Well, first of all, for, first of all, let's look at this thing realistic. I I don't I can't get into Cal's head. I don't I sure. don't know what he's thinking. I don't know. I mean, you know, he he comes on last night after the game and says, don't be mad at these kids. Stick with these kids. If you want to be mad, be mad at me. I mean, he's he's he can say that because of the situation he's in. If he doesn't want to go and I'm, I'm a broken record here, if he doesn't want to leave, he's not leaving. He's not leaving if he doesn't want to leave. But I can't, I can't do that. I can't stick with these kids because I could stick with these kids. I mean, go back to the unforgettables. Those kids couldn't play dead, and they played their hearts out. They were a bunch of, a, a bunch of kids from the state of Kentucky who knew how important it was and how blessed they were to wear that Kentucky on their chest. And they went out and played as hard and as well as they could possibly play. I'm not sticking with these kids. These kids don't do that. I mean, if anything, they've already given up. So I'm not sticking with the kids. I'm not listening to Cal here. Mm. Uh, but if, if, if Cal wants to go someplace else, and, you know, I'm sure he'd have opportunities to go someplace else, 
then you know then uh, you know you, you would you would probably because of the situation here and because of how bad it's gotten you know you'd probably help him do that but i i don't know what cal's thinking lots of texts coming on by the way uh text <laughs> asserting that cal won't play toppin or wallace on saturday so they'll have a, a built-in excuse for the blowout man if neither of those guys plays oof. <laughs> might get pretty ugly. Dan, who was the last player asking on the text line? 437 UPS Jobs text line. Dan, who was the last player to come to UK and improve his draft stock? Oscar's obviously on that list, right? Um, if he gets drafted at all, he went from a player at West Virginia that everyone assumed was going to go play in France or something. Um, who else would be on that list for you, Dan? I don't know. Do you have to go back to 12? Uh, and and maybe say I mean I don't think I don't think Anthony Davis and, and Kid Gilchrist MKG ca- for sure. came came to Kentucky with people thinking they'd be the first and second picks in the draft. <laughs> so maybe you have to go back to twelve. I don't know. Okay, so another texter asking a question that actually went through my mind, but I didn't want to say it out loud. Loud, so I'll blame it on the texter. Okay, texter says. Barnhart is going to plant a bag of drugs at Cal's desk and then fire him with cause to prevent the buyout. Man, is there is there any chance that we start to hear rumors about impropriety just to try to get a with cause or to get the guy to leave? Uh, oh, man. That's a, to full disclosure, I don't think that's how Mitch Barnhart operates. Because I think he's so worried about, except for with football, He's so worried about image and other things that, um, you know, that it. Uh, yeah, no, that that won't. <laughs> but happen. SEC football is its own animal, so I don't blame him for that part, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, man, the text line. I love you people. Um, the uh, <laughs> A lot of Methodist hospital births uh, texting in, by the way, Dan. Um, if we were the V show, we would spend the next 63 minutes on the on Methodist hospital. Oh, Methodist Yeah, hospital. we would look it up. It's not, how how it's tall not, it is, how many windows it has. Um, it's it's not that it's not called that anymore, is it? Is it is not, no. no um, by the no. way, no, a couple good texts here. People um, uh, checking in on who improved their draft stock. Um, uh, Shea Gilgis, uh, Gilgis Alexander, probably a good example. Tyler Hero, for sure, good example. Um <laughs> The texter uh, texting, unfortunately, it appears that uh, much of this generation is physically and uh, mentally soft. I don't know if I believe that, actually, because I I don't know. Did you watch any of the I don't know your your television setup, Dan. Did you watch any of the Michigan State Wisconsin game last night? Uh, a, a few a, a, a few highlights of it, man. That um, was a that was a they, go to the paint and yeah. and and bang game. I mean, it just was. And, and none of the kids in that game. I mean, there was a play in that game, Dan, where a Wisconsin player threw an elbow, cut a Michigan State player's eyebrow, and they didn't call a foul. Like they went to the <laughs> monitor, he's bleeding, didn't call a foul. <laughs> like I don't. Wanna, I, I hear you. I do think. I, I think that there is some of. I think the coddling on the way up in AAU and telling the guys they're the best thing ever absolutely exists, no question about it. But I think there are lots of examples on other teams around the country um, that. Uh, dispel that yeah for sure yeah Devin Booker sure. coming down on the text line Eric Bledsoe coming down on the text line I think both of those guys were not on first round draft boards so those are good examples Shea Gilders Alexander coming down for sure I think that's probably the best examples SGA yeah um, but MKG too I think he was a top you know I think he came in as lottery pick and then went top two right and that that's a massive improvement on that because if you can go top five in the draft that's a uh, no, it's unbelievable. So, no, those are all really, really good examples. So, yeah, those guys have existed. Who's the last guy that was on the roster? SGA and Hero? Because they, they were there after Booker, right? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, those are good examples. I, and look, it, it's going to take that kind of improvement out of someone this year for this team to turn it around and, and frankly get into a 10-11 kind of game um, in the tournament. And, and, do you and, think Do you think Wallace is still a first-round pick? Yes. But that's based on NBA potential drafting. Yeah. <laughs> Someone pointing out Shaden Sharp improved and didn't play. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, that's a good text. Where was I? That's a that's a great one. That's a great one. Text. Oh man. Hey, we're finally going to be able to see Shaden Sharp. I see he committed to the slam dunk contest. Really? Yeah. Oh, I missed he's, that headline. Okay. He's going to he's going to be in the slam dunk contest. Every time I see a highlight All of him, he's dunking on someone three times as big as he is. So hopefully he'll just <laughs> light up a center. He, he's oh. going to be in the slam dunk contest All Star Weekend. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this is Islin Louie. We're taking you up until noon. Lots of Methodist hospital talk on the V Show at noon. Uh, make sure you check that out. They'll tell you exactly how many windows are there and what is served in the cafeteria. Um, after that, of course, uh, first replay up until 6 o'clock. Um, L plays. Um, is it tonight? Yeah. Yeah, tonight at 9 o'clock. So that network pregame will start at 7.30 on 93.9. We'll have the play-by-play for you at 9 o'clock. And then, of course, the Miller Light. Uh, post game show is it Coors Light now? Oh, it's Coors Light. Thank you, Coors Light post game show. They are owned by the same people, so I'm not out of bounds. Miller Coors is a thing. Um, That's exactly right. <laughs> and so, um, exactly so uh, right. Coors Light post game show. I am not sure who's on it tonight because I do not have the notes for that. I apologize, um, but we will figure that out. But all of those things, of course, if it's U of L, it plays on 93.9. That game will be tonight. Um, at close. Two point two point five percent. The matchup predictor has Louisville, 2.5. South Carolina last night was 2.6, so there you go. Um, Clemson's favored by So you're telling me there's a chance. Um, (laughs) uh, Texas hasn't been to the Sweet 16 since 2008, missed the tournament twice in the last 10 years, and is 1-6 in its last seven NCAA tournament games. Cal would fit in nicely in Austin. See, these are the texts that I love these people. Yeah, I love these people. That's a good text. It's a good text, Dan. I know you're not laughing because you're not allowed to. That's a good text. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, We will do bologna or salami after 11 o'clock. We'll keep talking about uh, U.K. basketball and try to figure it out. Dan and I obviously um, have the answers for everything, and so we will figure that out. Absolutely. Of course. Um, uh, Absolutely. (laughs) First hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky. Maybe we can get a heart transplant for some of these Kentucky players. Get some dog blood. There um, you go. There you go. <laughs> check out all those museums, those concerts, everything going on in the winter months around the state. All of that starts at KentuckyTourism.com. On the other end, we go to cold cuts and we do it next. Bologna or Slami here on 680-1057. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code order now for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax. Your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. 
Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit suedistracteddriver.com. <laughs> 